Ladies and gentlemen, the time is nigh. Edinburgh Derby. It's our first one in a while. We've completely <laughs> forgotten about the last one. So here we go, boys. We're going to Hamden for the third time this season. Uh, we've got a one-on-one record there. You know, I had to get my Americanism in there straight away. But boys, we look familiar because it is a relatively familiar night. But anyway, Ewan, how are we feeling? Oh, fantastic, mate. Do you know, um, if you've not listened to last night's episode, uh, and if you still need to get over the weekend, listen to it. It was therapeutic. We got a lot of our systems and hey, let's go. I, well, as, as I say, I don't know what episode you're talking about. That That's in the past. It's behind me. Liam, talk to me. How are we feeling, mate? We good? I'm buzzing, mate. Absolutely buzzing. Edinburgh Derby, semi-final, Hamden. I can just say loads and loads of different things that are going to help convince myself that I am absolutely buzzing and I am ready to go. So now are you going to do what we managed to do to you as a listener last week for the league game? Convince you that Hibs are going to win? Of course. Of course. (laughs) All in good time, young Padawan. All in in good time. Liam, we should have wrote that down because that was poetry on paper if it was. Greg, you know, you're the resident happy clapper. Tell us how the vibes, mate. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely a happy clapper. um, (laughs) And I'll be happy clapping my way to Hamden on Saturday night. (laughs) <laughs> hey, well, I, I've just got the I've just got an impression of Greg doing a seal all the way there, so I'm dead buzzing for that. Come on, the Greg. Well, he does um, clap like that actually. <laughs> I, I actually don't, you. That, that that's just not on, and don't you start specky. Don't you start encouraging that idiot to try and come for me. I'm trying to bring the vibes up. Why am I going to go? Anyway, anyway, we're moving on, moving on. As we say, we're all doing our best to get G'd up and a bit excited. Um, let's let's try and let's try and get some positive vibes flowing before we go into the team selection. So we'll look back. I think it's fair to say one of our favourite trips. Liam, looking back at the game we had against Rangers, what what were the pre-game vibes before that? We haven't scored in maybe like forty days. Can you remember how you were feeling before the Rangers game? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely steaming. Hey, I uh, buckled. Uh, I, I typically like. Um, nah, I, I, I. Any of those words, words, words that mean the same as steaming. I, I was trying to get the whole. I felt that we weren't. We didn't really have a chance of winning. I remember I was walking down to the game and I said to Craig, who I always go to the games with, I was like, "Here, mate." I've had a magic day with you, the Down the Slope boys, everybody that came on the bus. If we go and get pumped, at least it's a 9 out of 10 day. Turned out to be a 12 out of 10 day when we absolutely papped them off the park. But that's what I'm saying. We've got good vibes going into this. You know, Hibs, when they've got their back against the wall, somehow find a way to break the wall and get further back. But every once in a while, they surprise you. And this weekend is going to be a surprise. So Ewan, we'll come to you first. Um, Team selection, who are going to be these heroes that will surprise us at the weekend? Start, you know what, we'll, we'll mix it up, we'll, we'll pick position by position. So you and you take us through the goalkeeper and the defence. Um, well, Macy was back in at the weekend, um, probably doesn't justify being dropped. However, I think we've seen in the last month or so, he's not, I think he's played two in the spin for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see if he's fit or not. Um, but if he's fit, it'll be Macy. Um now, I would go for a back three of Harry Clark, Clark Ryan Portress, and Lewis Stevenson. Okay. okay. I'd drop Harry um, on Ambush either. 
Greg, are you thinking along the same lines? Yes. Fuck Hanlon. Get him out. Um, he doesn't deserve to play. The positivity lasts a minute. <laughs> um, does not deserve to play. Um, <clears throat> would agree with, with Clark Portis and Stevenson. Um, gives you a bit of aggression in there as well. So I don't just to add on it as well. Let Liam come in as well. Sorry, but um, Hearts now Sims and Boyce are physical, but they do play a lot of the ball on the ground. So I think you can get away with Portis being the aggressor and. Well, we've seen Clark can handle himself as well, and Stevenson's more than capable against a sort of technical player. So I think I don't think there'd be any issues from a purely a physical standpoint with that either. Yeah, well, Liam, I know you hated it when we were a bit semi on the podcast, but I'll put in my two cents. I'm pretty much I'm I'm liking that back line as well. What are you thinking, Liam? Portius, McGregor, and Hanlon. A wee throwback to another another era with McGregor and Hanlon. Centre back. So if we lose, and there's small chance that we actually lose the game, everyone can say, "Oh my God, we were never going to win a cup semi final with McGregor and Hanlon playing together, and they played together in 2016." Because <laughs> everyone fucking loves that pattern. So I'll go Portis, McGregor, and Hanlon. All right. Well, so far, Liam, you're <laughs> bottom in contention of being the manager ahead of the weekend. So that's good to know. All right. So. Let's let's go forward into the midfield. Greg, you've given us the back. Four. Would you put Big Kev back in goals, or would you stick with Messi? Uh, I would put Big Kev back in goals. I right, talk Definitely. us through your midfield. We wing backs and the centre of the middle. Centre <clears> park, sorry. Wing backs, they pick themselves. Caden, um, if he doesn't want to be lazy this week, um, and Doig on the left. Um, in the middle of the park, I'd have Doyle, Hayes, and Newell. Um, and possibly I'd possibly put Henderson in there as well um, playing slightly more advanced to them Alright Liam you, you seem to be have, have taken us off track a bit but I've, I've noticed you've got one central midfielder I might expect to come in so who, who are you, who's your wing backs and centre mids going to be? Um, I'm going to have Harry Clark right wing back and the left wing back I'm going to go with Josh Doig and then in the centre midfield, I'm going to pick a three of Chris Cadden, Lewis Stevenson, and Joe Neal. Wait, run me through that again. Is this, this boy shaking his head at me and then deciding Chris Cadden's playing <laughs> centre mid? Aye. Did Chris Cadden not play centre midfield against Hearts in the 0 0 game at Tiny? He did. That in September. And I, I've just got visions of Chris, Chris Cadden centre midfield actually closing people down. Um, so that, that, that. That, that him and Stevenson are getting in the team on the basis that they actually can run. So what was that, Liam? Sorry, Clark, Cadden, Stevenson, Newell, Doig. No, aye, Harry, aye, Harry Clark at right aye. wing back. Aye, Lewis Stevenson, uh, Joe Newell, and uh, Josh Doig. Josh Doig. Right. No, I, I, I'll be honest. I, I, I was, I was a bit legs. Fish, but, but I, I like it. I like it. You and you and you've, you've got to stick with the same defenders you went with. Who yeah. are you similar to, Greg? No, I can't remember. I was I was too busy doing the thumbnail for this episode. Um, <laughs> I no, I'm going to be controversial here. Chris Cadden's banging out of form. Tell me when he last had a good game. Dundee United. <laughs> I think he was that. He was good against, do you think he was? Do you think he was to his usual standards against Dundee United? I don't think he was. No, because my is not done at centre half. 
he's not done anything that deserves being warrants being dropped. Chris Cadden, I'm sorry. I'm he, he's not even close. He's not even like he's the least of our problems. <laughs> I'm going fuck me. Chris Cadden, right wing back. I was just curious, but um, no, Chris Cadden, right wing back. He's only option there, especially if Harry Clark's playing in the back three that like I've picked. Um, my central midfield would be Jake Doyle, Hayes, Joe Newell, and Dre Wright just in front of them. Left wing back, uh, Josh Doig. Okay. If trade rights okay. available, I would get them into the middle of the park. No, this has ch- um, changed into a new my game. Team, my team was picked on the basis that trade right was not fit after going off at the weekend. If trade right's not fit, then I would play Josh Campbell. Right, that's enough for him. Right, Harry, right, can we just right, cut right, him right, out right, the right, rest? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ian, Ian. Harry, go and kick him out, by the way, and tell him to come back. I don't, know how many times, I don't know how many times we have to speak about Josh Campbell this season. We say he plays his best football oh. games when he's in the middle of the park, hounding players. Harry. And hey, guys, guys, Harry. I can, I'm really, can you, you guys get this like, I'm, I'm hearing this get like weird buzz, buzzing sound that doesn't really make sense. Um, if, if any of the listeners can hear that at home, um, I, I don't know what happened there, but we're going to forget that happened. That that was in the past with the game last week, so we'll forget about that and we'll move forward. All right, Ewan, thank you for taking that back. We'll let you back in the room now. You've calmed down. Goodness. All right, so what we're doing is I'm liking the team so far, but at the end, I'll come up with a rating for each team and then I'll be the overall manager because why not? Anyway, so Liam, finish us off. Talk, talk us through your whole team so far and then finish it off with who your strike force is going to be. Right, so my goalie is Kevin Dubrovsky. Right centre-back, Porteous. McGregor in the middle of the three, Hanlon left centre-back. Right wing-back, Harry Clark, because he's our best attacking outlet. Chris Cadden, Joe Newell and Lewis Stevenson in the middle. Josh Doig left wing-back. Um, my two forwards are going to be Christian Doidge on the premise that he's fit. And Elias Hoffnell-Christian. Okay. See, you had me, and then you said Christian Doidge, and then I felt I felt a little burst. Yes, because Christian Doidge is a worse shout than fucking Darren McGregor. Uh, well, uh, Darren McGregor's handsome, at least. They, well, not to be fair, Doidge is handsome as well, to be fair. I was, I was um, like, come on. <laughs> well, Darren McGregor's the man, eh? Anyway, you can talk us through your team from uh, start to finish. I, know, I didn't really commit to the goalkeeper because I went with what I thought. My team would be Dabrowski, Clark, Porteous, Stevenson, right to left, obviously there. Uh, right wing back, Cadden. Left wing back, Josh Doig. Centre midfield, three, Josh uh, Campbell, Jake Doyle Hayes, and Joe Newell. Christian Doidge and Mel Cushion up front. Just for the sake of sanity, can we please put in uh, Trey Wright over Josh Campbell? Yeah, sorry, Trey Wright. If Trey Wright's fit, sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah. No, yeah, if Trey Wright's fit, Trey Wright plays, yeah. If Trey Wright's fit, then Trey Wright. With Jasper, Mel Cushion, Scott Allen, uh, and Muller on the bench. Is that right? <laughs> what you trying? I didn't ask for a bench. No, no, I'm just saying that's, that would be my changes. He's <laughs> what you... <laughs> Liam's literally melted off the screen if you're watching on YouTube. Greg, <laughs> 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 the air in Greg, talk us through your team from uh, back to start. I'm just intrigued to see who's carrying the balls and the cones out, perhaps, <laughs> on Saturday, because Ewan's named everyone else. Who's <laughs> making the peaches in the bus? Who's bringing the cards? <laughs> um, oh. My my front my, my team would be Dabrowski, um, Clark, Porteous, Stevenson in a back three, um, Cadden, Doyle, Hayes, 
um, Newell and Doig um, I'd have Henderson and behind the strikers and the two strikers are Melkerson and Muller and if so you want a bench and who's printing the numbers and whatever's happening then <laughs> let me know and I'll come up with them if we were if Dre Wright was fit would they get back in the team after his performance at the weekend or would you rather have Henderson in there instead Dre Wright would get in the team um, so we had the same out with the striker then. ahead of Henderson um but I would probably also, if Drake was fit, I would, to be honest, I'd probably bring Henderson in for Miller. I think, um, yes. And play more, of, play, play more of a front three in, in terms of right. Uh, Melkerson and then um, Henderson on, on the left side. What's your, home, what's your team, Specky? <laughs> I, I think being realistic, I, I, like I genuinely think you've all picked good teams there. I think the most realistic one would probably be along the lines of Greg. I, I think that yeah, the, the only thing is I don't I don't see Hamlin being dropped real like let's let's okay we've done that the back three let's, we picked none of none of these back threes are the back yeah, the back let's, three let's, will let's be picked, eight, right, so we've we've picked our ones I reckon I'll give you all an eight and all eight out of ten all around let's let's go for the team that Maloney will pick I reckon we've got Macy and goals yeah I reckon we've got a back three of Hamlin Porteous Rocky yeah 100%. I think we've got left back I think we'll have Doig I think right back Harry Clark. Um, I think the centre of the park will have Doyle, Hayes and Newell mm-hmm. and then I think you've got a front three of um, Muller, Melkerson and Cadden I think you'll push Cadden with Melkerson do you know Harry I actually don't think none as I've mentioned it. see with Porteous being back could they go to a flat four with just Doig, Hanlon, Porteous Clark well, he's not going to a back four I don't think he's been he's I, been I, I would, I would like a couple him, of like times that during games he's not started the game with a back four, has he? Nah, it's been just been in-game changes that we've gone to a back four. Um, I don't see him starting away with a back three. I don't think it's completely out of the realms of possibility. I still think there's it's probably still more likely than the team I just named. Like, you know, but, actually, uh, I, I would. I, I don't. I actually think I'd rather see a flat four of Clark, Porteous, Hanlon, Doig, with Doyle, Hayes, and Campbell. Hey, Campbell, fucking sharp. You Doyle, Hayes, and Newell. As a two, a four, two, three, one on the right, Cadden in the middle, right on the left, uh, Jasper and then Melkerson. Maybe I, I don't that may happen actually. I don't know, sure. I think he might. I, I've, con- I've just convinced myself we might see a flat back four. But you know what? Like, I, th- I think one positive I'm, I'm trying to get as many positive vibes in here as possible because obviously, if you listen to our last episode, you are thoroughly depressed right now. Well, let's get up a bit. Um, so I do think that realistically Maloney's got options they might not be the strongest options in the world but he has got there should there is versatility enough in this squad that he can change it drastically from last week and have a relatively different outlook on the game which I think is desperately needed based off the second half however boys it's it's coming to crunch time we've picked our team we've picked some quality quality players out there Ewan you're going to give me a great answer what's the score going to be at the week? already? Hi. Um, two now Hibs. And who's who's netting the goals? Two own goals. <laughs> Ryan Porteous. Nice. Who will then miss the final due to suspension, or so I think. Uh, and uh, Chris Miller. Even though I was calling him a 
Mickey Mouse shagging weirdo at the weekend. For some reason, I think he's going to score this weekend. I don't know what Mickey Mouse has got to do with anything. He probably should pick an owl, maybe. But <laughs> moving on, um, Liam, what about yourself? I know you don't like giving score predictions, but can you insinuate if you think it's going to be full time or extra time if you don't give a score prediction? Uh, it's going to be two on Hibs. And Ryan Porteous is going to score because I predicted Ryan Porteous to score <laughs> 15 times a season and it's yet to happen. And a broken <laughs> clock is right twice a day, which maybe actually the broken clock's right twice a day maybe should be the name of our podcast, actually. <laughs> um, and uh, we're going to see a goal from Darren McGregor because Darren McGregor's going to be starting. Well, I had a great gag lined up about how if Poaches scored every time we predicted him to score on this podcast, he'd be the top scorer in Hibs history. But you took my line, Liam. Um, G, what, what do you think the score is going to be? 1-0. Um, after the extra time. Who? Did, did I ask who wins? <laughs> um, no, I'm just going to say that. I'm just going to leave it there. Um, goal scorer gives a name doesn't doesn't say um, if it's an old goal or an actual will, goal there will be a goal scorer from either Hibs or Hearts yeah, you, you know nah, what's going to happen James um, one, Scott one 121st Hibs. minute sure Harry 1-0 Hibs after extra time and Mel he's not playing uh, is he no starting then because if that goes to extra time he's hooked He's not got 120 minutes. I'll hook you now if there's any more of your shite. This is my <laughs> Well, boys. Harry, get um, him in the book, man. But he got booked Every earlier, week. didn't he worry? He's, 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 close. he's on a final warning, didn't you worry? <laughs> um, but, lads, I'm, I'm going to... Basically, I said on last week, and I'll say it again. I will die before I predict Hearts to beat Hibs. So I'm going to go for a cheeky beat. Oh, but you know what? I'm going to make the skin crawl. We're going to beat them on penalties. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> 0-0. And then it's going to be 0-0 until sudden death. And Kevin Dabrowski is going to score the winning penalty to make it 1-0. And he's going to save Craig Gordon straight after because Craig Gordon's an absolute gimp. Um, but I don't want it to be too short, too short an episode. So I do want to touch on, I asked Greg beforehand if he would mind me asking this question. He said, absolutely not. Read the room, Harry. But I'm going to ask it anyway. Um, we're going to talk about some of our favourite uh, memories against Hearts. We've obviously not got many uh, fond Hamden memories against Hearts, but we have got some good ones along the years. I'll start off with a cheeky wee um, 1-0 Jason Cummings at home at Easter Road. I thought that was an absolute cracker. We absolutely... That was that was just a good game of football and it was a thoroughly enjoyable celebration. Yeah. Uh, Ewan, what about yourself? Just a random good memory against Hearts that springs to mind. Um, good memory. Jason Cummings' celebration in the free long game. Solid. Nice wee... Just a nice wee... Get up, yeah. Subtle. <laughs> but effective. Very yeah. effective. And Liam, we'll come to you next. Good good memory against Hearts. I'm going to say the 1 0 Easter Road uh, after the 2 0 down at Titan game. Fair. Under, under, underlooked as, or overlooked, if you like, mm. as, a, as a pivotal game on the way to winning the Scottish Cup. Because we, uh, to be honest, like we won one 0 but we're in cruise control for eight eight minutes. Game Keaton's worst mess I've ever seen. <laughs> probably, probably some bad genes, eh? But that's that's bad. We've seen James Keaton, Melkerson, probably Keaton. Probably Nah, nah, nah. Like that, that was. A, I mean, that was just the most like cigars out comfortable yeah. game. We, we were a championship club then as well. 
was that the game they scored two offside goals? Yes. Yes. That was brilliant. That was funny, uh, as man. They were going absolutely dark. Like, hey! um, uh, right. G, we'll bounce it to you. Good memory against Hearts. Make us smile. Dara, Dara McCormack. Keep it in Palace, we lost. <laughs> what a moment. Oh. <laughs> that was about as good as it got that season against them. Um, yeah, I, to be honest, I'd have to say Grant Holt um, against Hertz because what I bought here, or, or or even Simon Murray mm. putting the ball through mm. the best centre half in the world's legs and then sticking it roof of the net. Either of those would be would be right up there, um, but then Scott Allen as well. And then Joe McLaren, William Naismith. Um, take your pick out then. That was, a, that was just such an enjoyable period, wasn't it? That Aye. post-cup buzz. Like, it really did just... You were, like, a good couple of years of just generally being on a high as being a Hibs fan. Like, and it wasn't all It wasn't all Was under but, Lennon? Well, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Aye, and then, boys, one, one more question, and then we'll wrap up. Let's do the exact same, but for... Uh, happy Hamden memories instead. I've already mentioned the game against Rangers, so we'll do uh, another one. And you can, what if one of you wants to take the cup final back in 2016, I'll give you that this one time. That's lazy. <laughs> I'd, I'd have to say Foyle's penalty against Rangers to go 3 0 up because nobody expected us to even compete in that game. That was amazing. And we were 3 0 up. Yeah. Um, um, I'm yeah. Do you know a, a really happy memory I have at Hamden? Or a, no, maybe a, see when we equalised two two against Aberdeen when we were holding it. Mm. I I was convinced we were going on to win it again. Yeah, and I know I know the game didn't end the way it was, but you're talking about a happy moment mm. when McGeoch scored that goal and then pulled up. <laughs> but aye, that was you know that was I was like, what's it? Nobody likes losing, but I felt like you looked at the team that day. They put up, they, they got beat by a shitty wee deflection. They put up a fucking fight for two 0 for two 0 down. They put up a good defence of the cup, and there was a real moment where I thought we were going to go back to back finals there, and maybe even kick on, and you never know, win it again. Um, so when McGeoch scored, that was that was a really good feeling. That I uh, you can what's underrated about that game. Imagine the scenes if Marciano had scored that header next stoppage time. <laughs> oh, I only would have got us extra time, but that would have been... Mind Fontaine's Bicey in the League Cup final when they did just mm. scored. I know, that was another one. Don't mention that game. That, no, that, no, that no, was one of the but... saddest I've been after a Hibs game. Like, hey, Liam, lift it up. Make us happy. Come on. Like, Avoiding going to the cliched answers. There's two games that stick out for me, and they're, they're relatively earlier on in my, my life. One was the you know, semi final against Livingston. Uh, mm-hmm. I think you boys probably were just a bit too young to go there, but I was, was there. I was there. Greg would have been too young, obviously. I, I was um, there. I, I was there as well. <laughs> can't, can't remember it, but I was there. Nah, so, so I heard you the first time. Stop trying to be like me and Liam. We were just very good that day, John on each one in particular. Um when he went, I think when he when he got the third to, to eventually essentially kind of kill the game off. Um it was it was very enjoyable from that point onwards and, and to be honest, we were streets ahead of August in that day and probably you know flattered him if I'm being honest. But then another one for me, again another 
great day at Hamden. The five one went against Kilmarnock, probably long in the memory. And and for you know for all the right reasons, the Scottish Cup win will always be top, but that will always be second for me because I just think um, first trophy seeing your, your your club win yeah. and the legacy of not having won anything for quite a long time as well, and the weight pressure. And actually, being honest, that was a playing squad that really did like. The players that are in that squad deserve to win something for their time at Hibs. They were very good players. It was a very good squad. It was a very good time to be um, a fan yeah. for, 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 for those few, for those couple of years, if you want to say that. Um, so that, that was a class, class day. If we if we had some players in the squad on Saturday who could produce the kind of performance that um, Fletcher, Benjo and Stevenson and others produced on that day, we would be doing just fine. The third man run for Scott Brown. Or the someone was 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 it was Scott Brown, wasn't it? Did he put it just I uh, never never um, seen been seen since. No. Right, just 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 go along. We'll make something a bit picturesque here. I love it when you're watching a boxing match or an MMA fight, and then the underdog absolutely surprises everybody, and he just starts battering them round by round. At the end of each round, you're like, oh my god, what is going on? How is this guy pulling it off? And that was the exact same as when Conrad Logan stepped into that semi-final. And he just pulled off save after save against Dundee United. And then come the penalty shootout, he was absolutely heroic. Like, I genuinely think Conrad Logan might be my favourite Hibs player of all time just for that one day. It was unbelievably. I don't think, have, have we ever seen a debut like that? Is, who, who at the weekend do you reckon could put themselves on that much of legend status just by a like wonder performance out of nowhere? Elkerson. Uh, he's not. Yeah. He's not really produced anything since Motherwell, but like centre forwards generally are the guys that in those big games. Those are the guys you look to who can who, who are in the positions where they can have those moments of magic. And he's certainly got the ability to do it. Um, he would be the one I would probably look to as potentially being the one who's, who could be the, the guy. Think back to that quarter final. We all just thought from that point onwards it was going to be plain sailing with him and the team and. It's not quite worked out the last few weeks, but the, the, the ability is definitely there. That, that, that I'm in, in no doubt about. Um, out with Melkerson for me, Hannah Clark looks a, looks a huge, huge goal for it. Um, whether that's coming from deep and open play or also from, from set plays as well. I think Harry Clark's got a good chance to. I know I've, I know I've had him lining up and sort of, you know, right back or. Uh, right of a three, um, but Maloney seems to want to get him in to wing back, whether that be on the left or not. Um, I think he's going to have a really good opportunity to really influence the game at the end of the day. Played a crucial part in the goal at the weekend as well, with a really good pass through. So, Harry Clark for me. And G, who could be your Hamden hero? Anyone who can defend properly, to be honest. <laughs> um, I think Josh Doyle. I think if we play him in. Sort of left wing, left mid. He can he can be a real threat. He seems to have <clears throat> come alive under Maloney again. Um, and and as a threat, he can carry the ball forward. He can he can definitely be a threat down the left. So I think I think he he could well be the hand in hero. Do we get the best of Josh Doig at left back? You know, like not left wing back, not left. No. Like is he at his best in a in a four? No. No, I think he's I think he's better further forward than that. To be honest, like on the left find it, five. I find that when he doesn't have to focus so much on defending, he, he's a little bit, a little bit freer um, to go down the to go down the line, and actually that's where he where he produces the best sort of football, and and he becomes the biggest threat. Mm. I said that. No, it's just the mark. Oh, I'm not even going. I was. 
I was just going to say, my, well, my high be hero, you know, I love, I love, I love a good storyline, and I love it to come out of nowhere. So I said to Mister Runa Hauga, imagine that. Imagine he came on about fifteen minutes to go, and he just skinned about four players and smacked them in the back of the net. That'd be Played another fucking basey. Oh, mate, some boy, some boy. That that'd be the dream. <laughs> You would love to see his cell, eh? He's just the most enthusiastic <laughs> kids ever. He's got to be one of, one of those guys. Ken, those um, tweets that like they, they go viral where someone's like described the player like loads and loads of enthusiasm but very little talent. Like He's going to be one of those guys that Hibs fans in years are going to be replying saying, Runer Hauger. Ken, how like, um, David Asmachulovicious always gets brought up all the time every time someone's like, ah, or Thierry Gattusi. Runer Hauger is 2022's Davidus Machula Vicious. Aye. That's or a good Big ball. Dave as Larry Big Dave. Just Big Dave. He is actually going to be a high B hero at the weekend. Hamden hero, high B hero, who gives a hee haw. But boys, we've went through our team lineup, we've went through our predictions, but we've not talked about we've, we we know we've won it. We're gonna we're gonna pump them, we're gonna bat them off the pitch. When you get to the pub afterwards, you get back to Edinburgh, you get to probably gonna go kitties. What what pint are you going to order to to toast and celebrate us pumping the jambos at Hamden for the first time? I think. Oh. Aye. Why we shamrock on top? Oh, it's the small touches, G. <laughs> it is, uh, and I appreciate when the shamrock is on top. Almost feel bad drinking it, and then you have to <laughs> drink it quickly to get yourself another one. So, pint of Guinness, and if anyone says differently, then they're not my friend. Well, if, if it didn't, if it, it didn't have to necessarily be a pint, if he's want to mix it up, no, it has to be a pint. Oh, sorry, that's the rules. Hey. I'll be honest, you have got me my taste for Jaeger bombs back. I, I, I've had <laughs> Jaeger bomb in quite some time. So that's that's because you've been an absolute, absolute fiend. For, I'm a fucking fiend for the Jaeger bomb. <laughs> I'll have a, I'll have a Guinness, but with a side order of the Jaeger bomb. I think it'll be my, be my, be my order. Jaeger is dead. Jaeger bombs are dead. Jaeger bombs are definitely my. Uh, Weak spot. Mind in London, Greg. The fucking <laughs> woke up the, the woke up the day after. Uh, yeah, I don't, yeah, woke up the day after the Scotland England game, and uh, the bank. You know when you get that text, like, was this Chad's actually you? Was this? So it was on the phone, and it was just like hundred pound in this bar, hundred pound. I'm and Greg, me and Greg are sharing a room, and he's just looking at me, and I'm just on the phone at the bank, going, yes, yes, oh my god, yes. Yes, and it was about 250 quid just on fucking Jaeger bombs in the bar that we were watching the fucking Scotland England game in. Yeah. Honestly, Ewan's card must have been absolutely trying to run away from that night. That's how bad it was. (laughs) Well, boys, we've descended into absolute chaos in Tangent FC, so I'm going to add another one. Um, I was only 17 when I first went to university, and I I didn't really have that kind of drink and bite as much as others did by the time they left high school. Um, and we were driving to uni, mum drove me up and then all my stuff packed, went for a shopping and she was like, son, any alcohol you want, I'll, I'll buy you whatever you want. Like, do you want to create a beer? Do you want cider? What you fancy? And I was like, I'll just give me a bottle of Jaeger. So the <laughs> first night I was at uni, everybody was like drinking their tinnies in there. What you got? Bottles of Kopenberg or whatever. I was just sitting there taking shot after shot of Jaeger and I was absolutely gone like hey. Starting uh, strong, mate. Aye, that was that was my <clears throat> story that nobody needed to hear and nobody cared about. Do you know? I think uh, for for the travel through, I might make up a bottle of Jaeger bomb. That'll that'll get us going. Early doors. Get the get the caffeine in. Um, just to say to the police officer for legal reasons, he is yeah, entirely yeah. joking about that. And that. No, I'll be drunk before they get on the bus. I'll be waiting. <laughs> I love you. That's what I'm saying. I'll be consumed beforehand. Oh, oh, okay, good. 
good. But yes, um, we've covered all the bases we've got to cover. So we'll be speaking to you next week. We'll all be in great spirits because we've got these five. We're picking up 15 points in the split. We're going to go into the cup final and we're going to pump them as well. Glory, glory to the high bees on the cabbage. Thank you.